The Alan Watts iPhone app is now available on the iTunes App Store, featuring the entire Alan Watts podcast series at your fingertips. Visit alanwattsapp.com for more information. But uh, if you see that it's futile, then uh, you can let go. Don't try to cling. Relax. And if you do that, you're in the state of nirvana. And you become a Buddha. And of course it means that you become a rather astonishing person. You may, of course, be subtle about it and uh, make like you're a very ordinary person so that you don't um, get people mixed up. And so in Buddhism, the Buddha explained that his doctrine, his method, was a raft. It's sometimes called a yana. The word Y-A-N-A, yana, means a vehicle, a conveyance. And when you cross a river on a raft, and you get to the other shore, you don't pick up the raft and carry it on your back. You leave it behind. But people who are what I would call hooked on religion are always on the raft. They're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth on the raft. Uh, so the clergyman tends to turn into a ferryman who's always on the raft and never gets over to the other shore himself. Now, something to be said for that, because how are we going to get the raft back to the first shore to bring over the other people? See? Somebody has to volunteer to take the back journey. <laughs> but he must be awfully careful to realize that the real objective is to get the people across and set them free. If you dedicate yourself to ferrying people across, don't ask them to come back on the raft with you. Because you'll get overcrowded and people will think that the raft is the goal rather than the other shore. <laughs> So when uh, I find this in, in actual practice, that when clergymen uh, do not ever ask for money, and uh, it's all right, you know, like a doctor who simply charges a fee, says, you come to me, you pay me so much. But the clergyman says, uh, he doesn't say pay me so much. He says, uh, we would like your pledge, your voluntary contribution. See, and then nobody knows what to give. That's the idea of the raft. Now then, the fourth noble truth uh, is called marga. This word means path. And uh, the way of Buddhism is often called the noble eightfold path. Because there are eight phases. I won't say steps because they're not sequential. Um, samyak is a very curious phrase. It doesn't mean right in our sense of correct. Sum is the same really as our word sum. Total. Complete. 
uh, all-inclusive. Uh, we might say, we might use the word integrated, as when we say a person has integrity. That a person who has integrity, we mean he's all of a piece. He's not divided against himself. So, in this sense of samyak, drishti, this is uh, related to the word darshan, which means a point of view or viewing. When you go to visit a great guru or teacher, you have darshan, you look at him, and you offer your reverence to him. This is darshan. Many senses of it. But it means simply to view. Look at the view. So the Samyak Darshan is the complete view. For example, let's take the constellation called the Big Dipper. We look at it from a fairly restricted zone in space. And it always seems, whatever the season of the year, because we're so far away from it, that those stars in the Big Dipper are in the same position. But imagine looking at it from somewhere else in space altogether, and those stars would not look like a dipper. They'd be in another position. Now then, what is the true position of those stars? Don't you see there isn't one? Because wherever you look, the position alters. You could say that the true situation of those stars is how they are looked at from all points of view, all possible points of view. Inside the constellation, looking outwards, outside the constellation, looking inwards, from everywhere and everywhere. But you see, there is no such thing as the truth. Uh, the world, in other words, is not existing independently of those who witness it. Because the world is precisely the relationship between the world and its witnesses. And so if there are no eyes in this world, the sun doesn't make any light, nor do the stars. So what is, is a relationship. You can, for example, prop up two sticks by leaning them against each other, and they will stand. But only by depending on each other. Take one away and the other falls. So in Buddhism it is taught that everything in this universe depends on everything else. That we have a kind of a huge network and this is called the doctrine of mutual interdependence. All of it hangs on you, and you hang on all of it, just as the two sticks support each other. And this is conveyed in a symbol which is called Indra's net. Imagine a multidimensional spider's web in the early morning covered with dewdrops. And every dewdrop contains the reflection of all the other dewdrops. And in each reflected dewdrop, the reflections of all the other dewdrops in that reflection. And so ad infinitum.
That is the Buddhist conception of the, of the universe in an image. The Japanese call that jiji muge. A ji means a thing event, a happening. So between happening and happening, mu, there is no ge separation. Jiji muge. Now, uh, so the first phase of the Eightfold Path has to do with one's view, understanding of the world. The second phase uh, has to do with action, how you act. Buddhist idea of ethics is based on expediency. If you are engaged in the way of liberation and uh, you want to clarify your consciousness, doing that is inconsistent with certain kinds of action. So every Buddhist makes five vows, five precepts. And you may uh, perhaps have heard the Buddhist formula of taking what is called Panchasila, the five precepts. And uh, they take uh, what are called Tisarana, the three refuges and the five precepts. The refuges are the Buddha, the Dharma, the doctrine, and the Sangha, the fellowship of all those who are on the way. So... Uh, the priest, uh, the bhikkhu, the uh, Buddhist monk, and the lay people will chant the formula. Buddhanga saranangatami, Danghanga saranangatami, Sanghanga saranangatami. Those are the three refuges, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Then they take the five precepts. Panatipata veramani sikapadanga samadhyami Adinadana veramani sikapadanga samadhyami Kamesu michachara veramani sikapadanga samadhyami Musavada veramani sikapadanga samadhyami Kamesu michahara Veramani Sura Maria Majapamadatana Veramani Sikapadam Samadhyami. So they take these five precepts. Panatipata. I undertake the precept to abstain from taking life. Adinadana. I undertake the precept to abstain from taking what is not given. Kamesu Michahara. I undertake the precept to abstain from exploiting the passions. Nusavada. I undertake the precept to abstain from falsifying speech. Sura Maria Majapamadatana. I undertake the precept to abstain from being intoxicated by Sura Maria and Majapamadatana, whatever they were. <laughs> uh, 
I presume Toddy, uh, with his alcohol, um, I, I don't know, I don't know what else it was. Nobody does know. Because, you, you see, if you start killing people, uh, or, uh, taking life, you're in trouble. You set up an opposition, and you've got to become involved in taking care of it. If you start stealing, you worry people. You upset people's orientation in life, because if you suddenly come into the back home for dinner and find somebody's stolen your table, where are you going to serve dinner? Uh, if you exploit your passions, um, it means that uh, when, you're, when you feel bored, uh, and somehow that life is a little bit empty, you say, well, now, what, what are we going to do this evening? Let's go and get stuffed. See, a lot of people who suffer from obesity are trying to simply fill their empty psyche by stuffing themselves with food. Well, it's the wrong cure. So, uh, likewise, Musavada, if you start telling lies to everybody, you know what happens when you start telling lies. You have to tell extra lies to cover up the first one, and you get into the most hopeless misunderstanding. Speech collapses. And, of course, the intoxication is the same problem as the exploitation of the passions. Listening to Alan Watts from the Spoken Word Library of the Electronic University. For copies of this and other Alan Watts programs, please go to alanwatts.com on the World Wide Web or call us toll free at 1 800 W O Watts. That's A L A N W A T T S.com or 1 800 W O W A T T S. The Watts website features free audio downloads, program lists, and information on Watts' life and works. Once again, that's alanwatts.com or 1-800-W-O-Watts.